What is up everyone? It's Quinn here back with another video and today I'm going to be talking about some first round wide receivers and more specifically whether or not I'd be buying or selling them at their current ADP. I did a uh, similar type of video with the running backs a couple of days ago. Now we're focusing in on the wide receivers. It's very, very important that you're hitting on your first round pick. If you kind of whiff in the first round, it's going to be tough to overcome that with the rest of your roster because these are the guys who have these super high ceilings. So I'm going to be talking about eight specific wide receivers in this video. And uh, similar with what I did with the running backs, I feel like the ADP between the more casual sites um, like ESPN, Yahoo, and then maybe some of the sharper ADP like Underdog, there's going to be a pretty big difference in terms of how wide receivers are valued. In like underdog, wide receivers are going super early. They're going to be pushed back a little bit in some of these other formats. So basically, I made like a combined ADP of underdog and ESPN, and uh, that's the ADP I'm going to be rolling with. So let's just jump right into it. We're going to start off with the number one player here, Justin Jefferson. His combined ADP is 1.3. Underdog, he's going off the board as the 1.1, and then ESPN as the 1.4. So he's actually pretty much the uh, 101 in both uh, different platforms. He's my 101 in terms of half point PPR and PPR formats, which is what most of my content is kind of going to be centered around. He was the wide receiver two in points per game last season wide receiver one in total points. And then he was number one just in a ton of different categories. Number one in targets, routes run, red zone targets, receptions, receiving yards, and yards after the catch. He's made significant improvements each season as a rookie. He averaged 17.1 PPR points per game. That got bumped up to 19.4 and then up to 21.7 last season. If I had to pick a favorite to finish as the wide receiver one, I would be putting my money on Justin Jefferson. There is some tough competition with some other wide receivers like Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, um, but Jefferson would still be my guy here. And so for me, if he's my 101, he's going to be a buy for me here as the uh, number one overall pick. Now, the next wide receiver is Jamar Chase. His combined ADP is a 3.3. So on underdog, he's pretty consistently the second player off the board with a, a 2.1 ADP. And then on ESPN, he's 4.5. So I believe on ESPN, it's like Jefferson, Eckler, and then it's uh, Jamar Chase and Christian McCaffrey kind of back-to-back. So somewhere 3-4 on uh, ESPN. And he's also going to be my uh, wide receiver two behind Justin Jefferson. It seems like he's pretty much on that Jefferson trajectory, just kind of like a year behind in terms of their uh, NFL experience. Last season, Chase was the wide receiver four in PPR points per game at 20.2. He's produced at a mid-tier wide receiver one level in both of his NFL seasons, and he definitely hasn't hit like his ceiling yet. He's going to be attached to Joe Burrow on one of the best offenses in the NFL. And you've got some of these other elite wide receiver ones like Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams. Those guys have been putting up this top production for a long time. They're starting to get to that point where, you know, maybe this season, next year or two, their production is going to start to fall off. For Jamar Chase, these guys are on opposite trajectories, right? Chase is rising. He could put up his best season in like three, four years. We just don't know. So Jamar Chase is on the rise. I think he's going to put up a high-end wide receiver one season. And I think he's also live to be the number one wide receiver overall. So he's also going to be a buy for me. If you're getting him, you know, two or later, I think he's a nice pick. Now, the next wide receiver in terms of the combined ADP is going to be Cooper Cup, and his combined ADP is five. So actually pretty similar on the two different platforms. On Underdog, he's 4.7. 
ESPN, he is a 5.2. And I feel like there are actually going to be some people who really love the value of Cooper Cup, getting him as like the wide receiver three, because when healthy, there's no denying that Cooper Cup has been the best fantasy wide receiver over the past two seasons. In 2021, we know Cup absolutely exploded, averaged 25.9 PPR points per game over a full 17 game season. That wasn't some like five, six game sample size. The dude almost averaged 26 points per game over 17 whole games. And then in 2022, he was actually on track to be the wide receiver one again before suffering a uh, ankle injury. He was averaging 22.4 PPR points per game through uh, his first nine games of the season. The issue with Cooper Cup here, um, and I understand I'm kind of nitpicking, is just that he has a few more red flags compared to guys like Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. If we knew with 100% certainty heading into the season that Cooper Cup was not going to regress as a player, that Matthew Stafford would be back to the guy that we saw in 2021, then I think Cup would probably be the first guy taken off the board. Like if we knew those things, he probably should be the 101. The issue is those things just aren't guaranteed. Cup is going to be 30 years old coming off of a season-ending ankle injury. We don't know if he's going to even take a slight slip in terms of his performance. Matthew Stafford coming off a season where he didn't look great. Um, And then he also dealt with concussion and spine issues, which are obviously very concerning, especially for like an older player. Um, And then we also just don't know what this Rams team and offense specifically is going to look like. They were pretty rough last year. Um, You know, Vegas in terms of like their win um, over under, they're not viewing them as like a great option here. So with all that being said, I'm still fine taking Cup as like the wide receiver three or wide receiver four. And I do think he's a solid buy as the fifth overall player, just kind of explaining why I don't have him up there with uh, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Now, the next player is Tyreek Hill. His combined ADP is 6.0. On underdog, he's going off as the uh, 4.0. And then on ESPN, he's down at the uh, 8.0. So kind of a little bit of a uh, solid difference there. If I'm able to draft Tyree Kill at pick six, I think that's a really, really nice value here. The more I look into Tyree Kill heading into 2023, the more excited I am. Last season, Tyree Kill was the wide receiver three in PPR points per game at 20.4. And then if we only look at the 13 games that Tua played in, that number would go up to a 21.9 points per game. Hill was first in target rate, deep targets, yards per route run, yards per team pass attempt, and then he was second in target share, receptions, and receiving yards. Right now, Hill is my uh, wide receiver three. I have him just above Cooper Cup, and I could definitely see him ending up as the uh, top fantasy wide receiver at the end of the season. So those are like kind of like my clear locked in top four guys. And it seems like the combined ADP kind of agrees because we go from Tyreek Hill at pick six in terms of his ADP now to Stefan Diggs at uh, pick 10.2. And on underdog, he's at the 7.4. ESPN, he's actually just out of the first round at 13, but uh, his combined ADP kind of puts him at the back end of the first. And so Diggs is the fifth wide receiver on here, and he's actually also going to be my wide receiver five. So, so far, like these wide receiver layouts are pretty consensus to uh, my wide receiver rankings. He also actually finished as the uh, wide receiver five in PPR points per game last season at 19.8, just missed that 20 point per game marker. And with Josh Allen at quarterback, they've had three seasons together, three strong years of production at uh, 20.5, 16.8, and then the 19.8 points per game we saw last year. And then so far this offseason, there just haven't been any major moves that would really affect Diggs. 
like they drafted Dalton Kincaid, but nothing huge at the wide receiver position. We still have to see how this uh, DeAndre Hopkins situation plays out, but I mean, right now we just don't know what direction that's going to go in. We know Stephon Diggs is going to command targets. He was top 10 in targets, target share, and target rate. Third in yards per route run and sixth in yards per team pass attempt. So he's commanding targets, still very efficient. He is going to be one of these like stud wide receivers getting a little bit up there in age, like the Cooper Cups, like the Tyree Kills. He will be turning 30 during the season, but so far he just hasn't shown any signs of slowing down. So I'm still definitely willing to uh, draft him as like a late first round pick. Now, the next wide receiver is going to be Devontae Adams. His combined ADP is 12.8, and his actually ADP on underdog and ESPN is pretty much identical. Underdog, he's going off at the 12.9, ESPN 12.7. And just like, honestly, the wide receivers before him, I feel like it's kind of boring that I'm saying all these guys are solid values, but I think this is also a uh, fair price for Devontae Adams. There's definitely kind of like some uncertainty here at the quarterback position for the Raiders. We don't know what's really going on with the Jimmy G like foot injury situation. If he's going to get healthy, if he's not healthy, who's the guy that's going to step in. But I kind of feel like regardless of who's playing quarterback, Devontae Adams should still be very successful. Obviously, if it's not uh, Jimmy G, probably somewhat of a downgrade to Devontae Adams, but I still think he's like a fringe first round pick option. The Raiders just absolutely funneled targets towards this dude last season in his first year with them. He was first in target share, first in air yards, and first in touchdowns. He was also second in targets and uh, deep targets. I'm guessing those deep targets probably could go down a little bit if uh, Jimmy G steps in at quarterback, but I think he may even be able to go kind of crazier in the target department. We know Jimmy G you know, likes to work short field more than we saw Derek Carr do it last season. Devontae Adams has just been a monster, you know, pretty much the last five seasons. Of those last five seasons, his lowest point per game number was 17.7. So barring a major fall off in his production and play, I still think Devontae Adams is very live to put up a very strong wide receiver one season. Now, another guy who technically is outside like the first round of the combined ADP is CD Lamb. His uh, combined ADP is 13.3 underdog he's going off at the 10.7 ESPN uh, 15.9 and in terms of the uh, combined ADP CD Lamb falls just behind Devontae Adams but actually I would be preferring CD Lamb in drafts this season we have Lamb coming off of the best season of his career finished as the wide receiver seven in points per game at 17.7 and at 24 years old we kind of had this conversation with Jefferson Chase these guys are still likely getting better as players. So some of these other guys may start to come down. CD Lamb is definitely still on the rise. And what I think is so impressive and has kind of gone under the radar is yes, CD Lamb had a really strong season last year, but he had that breakthrough season in a year where Dak Prescott got hurt. A backup then took over to play for a chunk of the season. Then Dak came back and really wasn't the same guy we had seen in previous years. So if we have Dak Prescott back playing it like a you know, fringe top 10 or probably like top 10, somewhere like bottom top 10 quarterback level, I would definitely not be surprised to see Lamb put up high end wide receiver one numbers and kind of jump into that like upper tier. Like if heading into 2024 drafts, it went Jefferson, Chase, and then um, CD Lamb was somewhere in that like Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup mix. Like I really wouldn't be shocked. I think he really does have that type of upside this season. So at the one-two turn, I'm definitely smashing the uh, draft button on CD Lamb all day. And now the final wide receiver actually has the same combined ADP as CD Lamb. It's AJ Brown, also at 13.3, and he actually has a pretty extreme difference in terms of his underdog ADP and ESPN. 
underdog, he's at the 8.2, so like a mid uh, first round pick. And then on ESPN, he's like a mid second at the uh, 18.4. So definitely a big difference there. For me personally, I have AJ Brown behind Amon Ross St. Brown. I have AJ Brown as my uh, wide receiver nine. When we look at AJ Brown's 2022 season, he was the wide receiver eight in points per game at 17.6. He was top 10 in targets, target share, target rate. He was also number two in touchdowns and yards per route run. So AJ Brown in that season kind of hit in the touchdown department and he hit in the efficiency department. So my question here with AJ Brown is that like, are we expecting him to take a big jump forward from the season? Because I feel like he's already in like his, you know, production prime, his uh, ability prime here in like his uh, mid 20s. And I'd expect this passing attack to be pretty similar to what we saw last season. I think Devonta Smith is probably still improving as a player. And then they also just added a uh, pass catching back in DeAndre Swift. So I don't know if I see AJ Brown taking that huge jump. Um, Like it's always possible he just goes like absurd in the touchdown department. We know he can do that. And also like efficiency, the dude is a tank. But I just feel like he's probably going to finish somewhere in the same area. So I'd prefer to take, you know, guys like C.D. Lamb, who I think probably has more upside, even an Amon Ra, who is produced at a very high level and is also still likely um, improving as a player. So in terms of like his underdog ADP, I definitely can't get behind taking A.J. Brown over Devontae Adams and C.D. Lamb, which we see there. I think at the one-two turn is solid value, but if we're actually splitting up this ADP into underdog and ESPN, I think the underdog ADP is too early in my opinion, but on ESPN, I think he's probably a really solid value here in the uh, mid-second. Like you're getting A.J. Brown at pick 18. I feel like you're definitely winning there in that second round. So those are going to be the uh, eight first round wide receivers, some fringe guys thrown in there. Overall, I feel like the value on wide receivers is pretty solid. And in terms of like the ranking of these guys, like I really can't complain a ton. I think I'd uh, swap Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup, but they're definitely close. And then I think I would also swap uh, CD Lamb and Devontae Adams, and then maybe throw Amon Ra in in, uh, contention here at like the uh, early second round. But, you know, those are my thoughts. What do you guys think? You like the values here? Any guys you don't like at their current ADP? Let me know down below. If you enjoyed, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Thank you all for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.